Welcome to the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I am your host, Katherine Duggan. I created this podcast to inspire you to walk boldly in your Christian faith. Each weekday, I will talk about scripture and how these verses can relate to your everyday life. Spending time each day with the Word of God is a great way to fortify your faith. I'm so glad to have you along on this journey. Let's get started. The title of today's episode is Every One of God's Promises is a Yes. The scripture verse is 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 19 to 20. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we are proclaiming among you, Silvanus and Timothy and I, was not yes and no, but in him is always yes. For in him every one of God's promises is a yes. For this reason, it is through him that we say amen to the glory of God. I thought this verse was an interesting verse. When I looked up the meaning of it, I found that it said, God is not fickle with his promises. He does not promise something to us and then later say no to that promise because he doesn't really feel like it that day. That seemed to really hit home with me today. I think I've been feeling a little fickle with commitments to God lately. I say I will get up at a certain time with him and then I hit snooze, sometimes for an hour, and then I don't have time to sit and pray with him. Of course, in the moment, I tell myself that it's okay. I can pray with him later. It doesn't have to be first thing in the morning. This may be true for some people, but I know myself, and I know that if I don't pray with God first thing in the morning, I will not make time for it later. But in that moment, when I'm trying to decide whether I should get up and do it or do it later, I convince myself I will do it later. Another way I have been feeling fickle with the Lord is with fasting. I want to fast. I truly do. And yet every time I try and come up with a plan, it all seems too hard. I get overwhelmed with all the options and I don't pick anything. I also will decide on something. For instance, I will fast from breakfast and lunch on Mondays and then just eat before class at 3 o'clock. However, then Monday comes and I don't feel like fasting, or I come up with some excuse why I can't. How about you? Have you been fickle with your promises to God? Have you been sometimes yes and sometimes no? God is not like this. He doesn't base his actions on how he feels from day to day. When he makes a promise, we can be sure he will follow through on that promise. He fulfilled all of his Old Testament promises In Jesus, Jesus was not fickle. He didn't want to die on a cross for our sins. He even asked his dad if there was another way. In Matthew chapter 26, verse 29, it says, Going a little further, he fell on his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet, not as I will, but as you will. Jesus really did not want to go through the pain and suffering that he endured, and yet he didn't say no. He told his father if it needed to be done, he would do it. 
I think this verse is an important one to remember. Sometimes we wonder about God's promises. We wonder if they will come true. For instance, in Romans 8.28, it says, As we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. You might be stuck in the middle of a really hard season right now. You might be struggling to understand how God could use this for good. You might not believe it can be used for good. I think that's okay. We don't have to understand how God works all the time. There is so much about him that's a mystery. God promises to use all things for our good. And all we need to know is that he keeps his promises. God's promises are always a yes. We don't have to understand it. We just have to believe it. Another promise we struggle to believe is that Jesus died for our sins. We don't necessarily have trouble believing this in the broad sense. We can all say Jesus died for our sins and we truly believe he died for our sins collectively, but we struggle to believe he died for our sins personally. We struggle to accept forgiveness because we don't believe our sins can be forgiven. We will be the first to tell others that their sins are forgiven and yet the last to believe it for ourselves. Why is this? Why is it so hard for us to believe that God loves us so much? He is happy to forgive us when we say sorry. Don't we do that with our loved ones? Maybe not as much our spouse, but when our kids say sorry, we usually are quick to forgive. Our Heavenly Father is the same. The last part of the verse says, For this reason, it is through Him that we say Amen to the glory of God. This is something I am just recently learning about. In my encounter class, they talk a lot about the power of coming into agreement with something. When we say amen, we are saying, I agree that this statement is true. When we say amen at the end of a prayer, we are agreeing with everyone else who prayed the prayer that the prayer is true. When we say amen at Mass for Catholics, when the priest says, the body of Christ, we are saying, yes, I believe that this is the body of Christ. When we say amen, we are agreeing with the prayer or statement and saying, yes, this is true. There is power when you come into agreement with things. When Jesus was going around and healing people, sometimes he asked the people if they wanted to be healed. He wanted them to come into agreement with the healing. Sometimes the person who needed a healing asked Jesus if he wanted to heal them. In Matthew 8, chapter 2, it says, A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. The man wanted Jesus to come into agreement with him about his healing. Jesus agreed and the man was healed. Do you see the power of coming into agreement? This can unfortunately work against us as well. Never with God, when you come into agreement with what God is saying to you, amazing things can happen. God has great and amazing things planned for your life, and he is waiting for you to come into agreement with them. However, you can also come into agreement with the enemy, and then that gives the enemy power. When the enemy whispers things into your ear, and you adopt those things as truth, that gives the enemy power. When you agree with all the things he is saying to you, you are giving him much more power. None of us would willingly give the enemy power, 
And yet that is exactly what we are doing when we believe his stupid lies, when we let him get into our head. If we are going to come into agreement with someone, let's choose God. Let's believe what he tells us, as his promises are always a yes, and they always result in good eventually. The enemy is a liar, and he comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Let's be careful to make sure we are not coming into agreement with what the enemy is telling us. We don't want to give him any more power than he already has. We are children of God. Let's live like it. Let's come into agreement with that and not the lies of the enemy. Take a look at your life. Have you come into agreement and believed any of the lies of the enemy? If so, how can you replace those lies with the promises of Christ? God's promises are always a yes. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to bless those who are listening to this episode. Lord, we want to come into agreement with you. As we know when we do, it is powerful. Please help us. We want to break all agreements made with the enemy whether they are intentional or unintentional. Please help us. We want to belong. We want to belong only to you, Lord. You are amazing, Lord, and we are so grateful that your promises are always a yes. We love you, Lord, and we ask all of this in accordance with your will and in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey to walk boldly with Jesus. I look forward to meeting you here again tomorrow. Remember, Jesus loves you. And so do I. Have a blessed day.